wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. If everybody's not winning, then the collaboration is a failure because you won't be able to repeat it. Understand that success, folks, is not just about you doing something one time. It's your ability to repeat your success. Can you do it again? Stayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete and a person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about uh, how much do I have? Am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out for yourself. You get your first order and you're going to get that free one year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs. And this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet, from what you're normally putting in your body. You're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day, every single day. And you're hearing this from an athlete. You're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what I put in my body. And I don't mess around with what I recommend to my audiences. I only recommend you things that I will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athletic athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. 
You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to collaborate with other businesses and people. We've been talking about this extensively the last few weeks here on the show. So I'm going to go even further here for what you're going to need to make this happen. But before I get started on all of that, I remind everyone, I send out a daily motivation text every day for free to everyone who's in my text community. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. So if you want to be those things, text me right now. Here's the number, 305-384-6894. And every day when I send that daily motivation out, you shall receive. Secondly, workonyourgameuniversity.com is where you take your next step to working with me. That's where you get access to all the coaching programs, all the trainings, all of that stuff and more. Just go to, again, workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can see all your options, all the things you can do. It's all laid out there. I won't even have to explain it because you would just see it. Just go there, workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now, let's get into this subject collaborating with other businesses and people. Since we are in the collaboration era, that is the world that we're living in now, is the era of collaboration. I explained this in episode number 2293, how the permission economy is over. Now we're in a collaboration economy slash collaboration era. And I've already sold you on the concept of actually uh, collaborating with people. I already told you about that many times here. I talked about in episode 1835 when we talked about the three marketing traffic strategies. And I also talked about it in the series on the Dream 100, which was not too long ago, episodes 24, 84, 85, and 86, just a few weeks ago. Since we've done all of that already, I'm giving you even more. And this should tip you off that this is a very important thing that you should really think about and really start strategizing about how you're going to do it or get some help in a place like workingyourgameuniversity.com maybe for how you can actually do this. It's time that you get specific on, and I'm going to get specific today, about how to actually collaborate with other entities in your marketplace so you can generate more business for yourself. And when you're ready for actually putting a game plan together and actually doing this, you need to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. I've said that many times here today. That should note to you that it's important. Number one, topic once again, is how to collaborate with other businesses and other people. Number one, figure out how to make it a win-win situation. You're going to collaborate with another person Both of you need to get something positive out of it so that both of you will be willing and interested in doing it again. I mean, this would be with any time you work with another human being, you want both people to feel like the situation was a success for them, because if either one of you feels like it wasn't that great of an outcome for you, then you're not going to want to do it again. So you don't have any repeat business. So you want to make sure you set up all your collaborations in ways that everybody is benefiting. So it is worth the investment, the time, money, attention, energy, and focus from both sides of the situation. Not to mention the third side of the situation, which is you and your collaborator, co-collaborator, giving value to your audience. So that means the audience should get something out of it. You should get something out of it. I should get something out of it. So for example, a simple form of collaboration is when you appear on another person's platform. So this show, for example, is a solo show. But if this was the type of show that had guests on a regular basis, then any guests that I bring on the show has to be a win, win, win. We need three wins in the situation. One, I need to win in that this guest should help me look good to my audience because I was able to bring you 
you being the guest, to expose you to my audience. That should make me look good. Now, if you're a bad guest or a bad interview, you make me look bad to my audience. Like, damn, why did Dre bring that bum on the show? So you got to make me look good to my audience. That's number one. Number two, you want to be talking to an audience that is receptive and open to whatever you're going to share as the guest, such that some people in that audience who listen to you, they now go and take the next step and do whatever you're offering them. So if you make them an offer like, hey, I got a new book out, they go buy the book or you have a course. Some people sign up for the course or maybe they just come and become part of your audience. They go follow you on Instagram or Twitter or they subscribe to your YouTube or whatever it's going to be. You need to get some kind of win out of it. And number three, my audience needs to win. My audience needs to say, damn, I am glad that Dre brought person X. That would be you onto the show because I never heard of Person X, but because Dre introduced me to Person X, now I know some things that I otherwise would not have known. Now I have a new person to follow that I otherwise wouldn't have even known about. So I'm really glad that Dre bought Person X onto the show. That's a win, win, win. This needs to happen when you're collaborating with another person. If everybody's not winning, then the collaboration is a failure because you won't be able to repeat it. Understand that success, folks, is not just about you doing something one time. It's your ability to repeat your success. Can you do it again? Would you do it again? I talked about this in episode number 2098, 2098, how to generate repeat business when you're in the thought leadership space. And in episode number 197, we talked about discipline, lather, rinse, and repeat. And this is being able to repeat your success. Can you do it over and over and over again? Not just one time. And I had an episode where I talked about repeating your success and trying to find it. Sometimes I forget how I titled these episodes when you got 2,500 of them. Sometimes you might forget the titles, but when I find that episode, I will refer you to it. And if I don't see it, then maybe I'll make another one in the future. But everybody has to know when you're collaborating with somebody, you and the co-collaborator need to know what the expected outcomes are. And it should go without saying that you do your best to make sure everybody gets their desired outcomes. It's the only way you have a winning collaboration. This is something that I heard a marketing guy say, said, anytime you're going to do business with another person, you should ask them for some references to people they've done the similar business with in the past or any business with in the past who were happy with what happened and they would do it again. In other words, they want references. Can you provide references? Any of you ever been hired for a job? Don't they ask you for references? Hey, can you give us the last three employers, their names and who they were and what you did for them, how long you worked there? And they check on the references to make sure, hey, was this person actually a good worker? Would you hire them again? No, is anything bad you would say about them? I don't know what the rules are for that, but usually people ask for references just to see if you have them. Now, I don't know if they always call them. I don't think they always even call references, but there's a reason why people ask for references because they want to know, do you have a track record of doing things that end up positive with the people that you work with? This is the only way you have a winning collaboration is when everyone gets what they wanted out of the situation. Point number two, today's topic again is how to collaborate with other businesses and other people. Number two, communicate clearly and often. This is an important one. And we talk about communication a lot here on the show. When you're working with other people, we sometimes make the mistake whether you're working with somebody or even just talking to them. We make the mistake of thinking that other people communicate in the same style that we communicate. And some people don't communicate a lot. Some people use short sentences and one word text messages and emails, and they're really good at the skill of brevity, almost to the point of going overboard. Any of you ever known somebody like that? They just don't use too many words. And it's not that they're mad at you or they're angry or upset or anything. They're just a person who just don't give a lot when it comes to words. They're just very uh, short when it comes to the verbiage. They're very good at the skill of brevity, which I covered. And I believe that was episode 1738. But let me be sure. Yes, that's correct. Episode 1738 is on brevity, the skill of making your point without talking too much. So any of you who finds yourself ever talking too much, you ever find yourself rambling or you know anybody who does. Most people know someone who does, but they don't think it's them. 
listen to episode 1738 and or send a link to episode 1738 to whoever needs it. So communicating again, don't make the mistake of thinking other people talk like you. So if you're a person who is you use brevity in your speech, you don't talk a lot. You send one and two word text messages and you don't really send long emails and you're not the type of person to get on the phone and just have a long conversation with the person. If that's not your style of communication or that is your style of communication, rather, do not make the mistake of thinking that everyone you talk to has that same style because someone you are dealing with or collaborating with, they may have the opposite style and they may take your brevity as a sign of maybe you're not interested. Maybe you just don't respect them. Maybe you're not as engaged in the process as they thought you would be. They may misinterpret your style of communication simply because it is different from theirs. You get it? The people you're collaborating with may have a different expectation from you. So from the very beginning, especially if you're a person who talks a little or you're a person who talks a lot, or you notice your communication style may be different than the other person's. And you should notice this. If you're an active listener, you should notice these things early in any engagement with another person. You should make it very clear on exactly how things need to be communicated, how often, and who is going to be doing what. And you need to keep that communication, those lines of communication, very, very open when you're collaborating with another person. This may require you, depending on your personality, to go further in your communication than you are used to. So you're the type of person to not talk that much. You may have to talk more than you're used to. Or on the other hand, you may need to talk less than you're used to based on who you're communicating with and what everybody is comfortable with. This is all a communication skill to know how much communication to use and what type to use with which people. Some people like to get on the phone and talk everything out by voice. Some people like to hop on Zoom so they can see you when they're talking to you. Some people, if possible, they want to meet in person and do this stuff. Some people just want to text message. Some people want to go back and forth on email. Some people want to get on WhatsApp. You need to make clear. This is the important part. Make clear with whomever you're communicating and collaborating. This is the way that I like to communicate. This is what I'm comfortable with. What are you comfortable with? Let's make sure that we know how we're going to communicate, when, where, what, who's doing what, what's going to happen. If there's an issue, here's how you reach me. If I have an issue, how do I reach you? What's the fastest way to get in touch with you? You should know all these things and none of these should be a mystery to you once the collaboration begins or once the work begins. We call this doing your homework, folks. I talked about doing your homework in episode 1925. This is all doing your homework, meaning you should be doing this work up front so that you know that they know that you know exactly what to expect and vice versa. They should know what to expect from you as well. And you should know what to expect from them. And this all is based on you and whomever you're collaborating with being very, very clear about your style of communication, how you're going to do things, when, where, what, why, and all of those things up front. If you need to even put this in your documentation, put it in your documentation. But this needs to be made clear. I don't know if it necessarily needs to be in a contract that, hey, you got to call me at this number or that number. Maybe if you're working with a super big company, you might have to put something like this in. But if it's you and one other person collaborating, you guys need to have a conversation. If you have a clear enough conversation, everyone's on the same page and you have a rapport there that you may not have to put in a contract like, hey, you have to call me at this number in order to get an answer from me. If you got to do all that, I don't know, maybe you're collaborating with the wrong person. The point is, it should be clear to everyone who's doing what, when, how, and where. Point number three, today's topic, again, is how to collaborate with other businesses and other people. Number three, as we say in the sales world, think past the sale. What does that mean? That means you need to be thinking about the next possible collaboration or the next time that you might call on this person or the next time that they might call on you. This is why points number one and number two matter so much, because if you want to do future business with a person, then your present business better be done right. 
If you fail on the present business, there will be no future business. If you're working with a client or customer right now and they have a bad experience with you the first time, then they probably are not going to become a repeat customer or a continuous client because they didn't like how things went the first time. Then there's not going to be a second time. Is anything like the first one? Has any of you ever gone to a business or you paid for some type of service that you thought you would like, but for whatever reason, something happened in that experience that you did not enjoy and you decided, you know what? I'm just not going to spend my money with this company or with this person or with this service. Again, I'll take my services. I'll take my money elsewhere and spend it somewhere else. Everyone has done that. Why? Because sometimes people just have bad experiences. And you've been to a restaurant where you generally like the food, but maybe somebody who worked there was rude to you one time and you don't like the way they remedied the situation. So you just decided, you know, I'm just not going to eat there anymore. I'm just not going to spend any more money at that restaurant. All of us have done that. And most of the time, those of you who are business owners understand something. Most of the time when a customer or client is dissatisfied with you in any way, they will not explicitly tell you that they're dissatisfied or they won't tell you why they're dissatisfied or what exactly it caused them to decide to no longer do business with. They won't tell you. They'll just stop doing business with you and you'll be perplexed like, damn, why'd that person not come back? And you don't even know why. And you think it's some surface level thing, but when it's actually something completely different, they didn't tell you. Most of the time, a disgruntled person in any situation in life, whether it's in a business situation, relationship, disgruntled people usually do not explain why they're disgruntled. Why? Because it's uncomfortable for people to have those kind of conversations. So most people rather just avoid them and just not deal with you at all than tell you exactly why they're unhappy about the circumstance. Now, some people, people like myself, I put myself in this group, are type people who, if I'm disgruntled or I don't like the way something went with a person, I will tell them directly and clearly and explain it out to them how they messed up, why they messed up, and even what they could possibly do about it. Most people are not like that. Most people just won't say anything because they don't want to deal with the confrontation and the possible uncomfortable emotions that go with confronting a person and telling them something that might upset them or could possibly upset you. So they just avoid the situation completely by getting away from you, never answering your calls again or responding to your emails, and you wonder what the hell just happened. That's what happens with most of us. So thinking past the sale means making sure Again, if you just follow every point I've given you here, thinking about win, win, win situations, making sure you are clear in your communication and keeping in mind that you may want to do business with this person again. If so if that means compromising a little bit here and there just so everybody feels like they won so that you can get the future business. Is it worth it? I would guess so. I would guess so. This is why any of you has ever done any kind of affiliate marketing. And I've done some affiliate marketing, not where I had affiliates selling my stuff when I was a person selling other people's stuff as an affiliate. The best affiliate deals are the ones where the affiliate is going to give you a big percentage of the sale every time you make a sale. So, for example, back in my basketball days, my guy, Jacob Hiller, who's a an entrepreneur, fellow entrepreneur. I saw him at a marketing conference last year. He used to sell this program called the Jump Manual. It was basically a program to teach people how to jump high. And I used to sell this program as an affiliate. So it was his product. He did all the service, all the customer service. All, all I did was send people to the page to buy the product using my link. And anytime somebody bought the product using my link, I got 75% of the revenue from that sale. 75%. So if his product costs $100 and somebody used my link and went and bought it, I got $75, he got $25. Now, why would he, as the creator of a product, only take $25 from a $100 sale? This is why, because he wasn't doing any of the work to actually make the product sell, but he was collecting a little $25 here, $25 there. And he had a whole bunch of affiliates. He had hundreds of affiliates selling his product round the clock every single day. So the $75 that he didn't get from me was compared to the 25 that he was collecting all day, every day. 
He wasn't doing any work. He didn't have to do any marketing. All he had to do was get more people like me who were out there hustling every day, marketing and selling and building audiences every day and get them to sell his product. And he was collecting the 25%, what we call it, kickback from it every single time. He was making more money than any of his affiliates were making, even though he was getting only 25% of each sale because he had a whole bunch of us. Get what I'm saying? And because he was doing that, it created this win-win-win situation where the customer won because they got a great product. I won because I was getting $75. He won because he was making money without having to work and people kept selling his stuff. All right. And this was over 10 years ago that I was selling Jacob's product. And still to this day, we have a great relationship because it was a win-win-win situation. Everybody got what they wanted out of the circumstance. That's what it means to think past the sale. He and I are still going to do some business sometime in the future. We were, we've been talking about some things that we can do now that we're both in the, more of the entrepreneurial space and just the basketball space. So this is why the first two points matter so much. You don't get that win-win situation or your communications off in some way. That person or business may not be willing to deal with you again. So you want to have a solid list of past references moving forward so that even if you end a situation with a person and you decide, you know what, let's just not do this anymore. This part is done. It should end in a positive way such that they would say positive things about you because that'll allow you to reopen that door in the future if necessary. All I said, text me. Actually, let me recap the class. First of all, then you'll text me. Collaborating with other people and businesses. How to actually do this. We talked about collaboration. Listen to that series where I did the Dream 100 and also the episodes on marketing episode 1835. Number one, figure out how to make it a win-win-win situation. Not just two wins, but three wins. Audience should win, you should win, and the person you collaborate with should win. Everybody should get a benefit and feel like at the end of the situation, this was great. I would absolutely do this again. That helps build your list of references and past successes. Actually builds your resume moving forward. Your social proof. Number two, communicate clearly and often. Some people communicate very little. They're very short with words. Some people communicate extemporaneously. They use a lot of words. You may have to adjust your communication to find a compromise with the person you're communicating with, but the communication needs to be clear often. And there needs to be many touch points so that nobody is confused as to what's happening, when it's happening, why and where. Number three, and as we say in the sales world, think past the sale. Don't just think about what you're going to get from this circumstance. Think about how you can make this be such a win for the person that you're collaborating with that they want to do it again. And you can go back to this well later on and you can get some more water from it. You can work with this person again in the future because they got a successful outcome from the current situation. That's what it means to think past the sale. Don't just think about Let me get everything I can get out of this one. Let me think about how I can make this a win for me and a win for them so that the next time I want to do something with them, they are eager to do it. All of this is part of the collaboration process. All that said, text me. Tell me the best insight you got from today's class. My number is 305-384-6894. And workwhenyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you take your next step with me. If you want to get on a call with me and talk about my coaching program, let's do it. Go to workwhenyourgameuniversity.com. You want to get access to all my courses, all my training programs, lifetime access to everything, like bulletproof mindset. Next mission, your body, your health, the business builder course, content machine, 30 days to discipline, ASAP confidence, 25 hours. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.